بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد الحمد لله from amongst the verses which were recited in Surah Al-Anbiya where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions many of the approaches of the Anbiya alayhim salatu was salam in turning to Allah at the time of need so the lesson is for each and everyone reciting these verses or listening to them is to develop and inculcate the habit of making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which is something we lack in. When we have opportunities to make dua, many times we don't even make dua at those times. After the first salawat, when Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says in a hadith in Tirmidhi, that the dua, dubur as-salawat al-maktubat mustajab, that the dua after the first salah is accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yet at times like that we would stand up immediately without even asking Allah for a favor of this dunya, let alone the favor of the akhirah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the dua after half the night has passed, in the darkness of the night, those duas are accepted. So many times, the only time the word dua comes on our, onto our tongue is if somebody is going for umrah or you see a pious person, you say, make dua. Yet Allah has kept the door open for all of us to make dua to him at all times. And this is what the Anbiya showed us in their practical lives. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, the Anbiya alayhim salam are the ones that Allah had guided and he sent them for guidance. So with their way, adopt their way and methodology. So we look, Sayyidina Nuh alayhi salam, he was under, under difficulty and duress and distress and he turned to Allah. He said, Rabbi inni maghloobun fantasir. Oh Allah, I have been overpowered and I request your assistance. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that this dua was accepted. Sayyidina Ayyub alayhi salam was tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with a type of sickness and he, he, was, he displayed fortitude and sabr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He turned to Allah. And the only thing he said was, Rabbi Oh Allah, I've been afflicted with some difficulty. And you are the most compassionate and merciful of all those who show mercy. He didn't say, oh Allah, I'm going through this difficulty. Remove the difficulty. He just said, oh Allah, I'm going through, I'm experiencing this inconvenience. And you are the most merciful. Arhamur Rahimin. The ulama say these are the du'as which we should also include in our own supplications. A person is experiencing some sickness or some difficulty, then abundantly recite the du'a of Sayyidina Ayyub alayhi salam. Rabbi anni masaniya durru anta arhamur rahimin. It's in the 17th juz, and if somebody needs to find it afterwards, we can show it to them, inshaAllah. And thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us of Sayyidina Yunus alayhi salam, who was swallowed by the fish, and in the darkness of the belly of the fish, he turns to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he recites the famous, which, we, which is part of the verse of the Qur'an, La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. There is none worthy of worship but you, O Allah. Subhanak, glorified and pure are you from any resemblance to your creation. Inni kuntu min al-zalimeen. Most certainly I am from the zalimeen. Zalimeen, zulm in Arabic means to place something in its incorrect place. So where a person needs to, devo- uh, need to dedicate his devotion and worship, he is putting it somewhere else, that would be zulm. To be harsh in the incorrect place is zulm. And to be soft in the incorrect place is also zulm, it's oppression. So here he is a Nabi of Allah, but because he misjudged the, the, the particular instruction given to him by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he went through this test by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But through his actions, we are taught how to come out of distress. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa says in a hadith in a tirmidhi that a person 
who at the time of difficulty recites La ilaha illa anta subhanaka inni kuntu min al-zalimin abundantly, Allah will take away out of his difficulty for him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to make amal on, on, on these uh, du'as. Then Sayyidina Zakariya alayhi salam, he till old age did not have any children. And he made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Rabbi la tadharni farda, O oh Allah do not leave me alone without any offspring. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after all the supplications of these Anbiya alayhim salam, he says, فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ فَاسْتَجَبْنَا لَهُ That we accepted the dua. This is what the ulama say, the duas which are readily accepted are the ones mentioned in the Qur'an. So like, you know, the, the, the elders always read the Rabbanas which are mentioned in the Qur'an. Those are mentioned in the Qur'an, so it's the most powerful. If a person is afflicted with, with doubts and waswas and he's feeling some discomfort and he doesn't know what the reason is, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam taught us to recite the Mu'awwidatayn. Qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq and qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. So yes, you, it is permissible to ask somebody to make dua for you. There's no harm in doing so. But why do we close the dua, uh, the door of dua for ourselves? And very, very important is the methodology of the dua. So the dua has to be made primarily with the heart. <coughs> with the heart. Making a dua while the person's mind is wandering around is a very ineffective way of making dua. So yes, sometimes we make collective dua that is just to spur us on and sometimes to learn some duas from the collective dua. But the most important dua is the one we make in solitude in which we shed some tears and glad tidings for those people who can cry. Glad tidings for those people who have the ability to shed tears and cry when they're making dua. And those of us who are unable to because of the hardness of our heart, we should ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us those eyes that shed tears when supplicating and making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we first praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, send salutations upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and then present whatever needs we have to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah give us the tawfiq to practice on these words. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Kindly say it in the sufuf, brothers.